Good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. We are uh, out here, 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, and the store opens uh, bright and early at 9 a.m., right? Correct. That's All right. right. We have our experts standing by, and they include Marianne Metz. Good morning. Good morning, Marianne. And John Weisgarber. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, John. And uh, our phone numbers to call in. If you uh, want to talk to the experts, 356-9397, that's 217, of course, 356-WDWS is what it works out to be. And then our text line is 351-5357. And now, uh, to start things off with, yes, we've had a little bit of uh, bad weather <laughs> last night and today, and very cold tomorrow as well. Moisture. So, as far as the uh, the Super Bowl tasting oh. food tasting event that you were going to have uh you went ahead and canceled it yep. so that everybody will stay home and safe right yeah yep. i know because it would be a huge it was a huge temptation huge draw to come out i would have braved oh it. gosh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i want to taste everything Get you guys did. have <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> absolutely it's okay yeah it's okay uh so everyone uh, should be safe did you uh, get any new items in to the store this past week Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah? We got uh, Livingston Seed Company in. So all of our seeds are in now. Oh, oh really? my gosh, it's such a fabulous wall. Yeah. It just looks so colorful yeah. and so inviting. Oh, neat. It is. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to, to peruse the stores. I usually do because I was careful on the roads, of course. But, um, Yay. But, yeah, I'll have to go and check those out. Yeah, I do. It's really, it's very attractive display. I, I like it. Yeah. Well, I always like it when the seeds first come in. It's well, I just like them. Yeah, it's just colorful. Looking at all the flower pictures and vegetable pictures, and yeah. And do you have seeds for both annuals and perennials, or yes? Okay, I didn't know what Absolutely. was like typical. Yeah. All, uh, all, of, all of those things. Yeah. Okay. Is typical. I and always get caught up. Uh, I was putting out the the veggie seeds the other day and I, I was like reading all the packets and yeah. it was fun. It's easy to get caught up in that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, the that's cool. You know, there's <laughs> different, all the different cucumbers and, you know, it's just like, oh, wow. Yeah. I've never seen that one before. But it's like a lot of uh, genre. There, there's, there's a huge number of, of things available in any particular genus. Mm. So you start investigating and it's like, Holy cow! Wow! It, you ju- it makes you understand that that people are really interested in hybridizing for particular traits, and it, it's really neat. Neat. So you can, I I don't care what you're after, you can probably get it. And is there a specific way that you organize these seeds? Well, certainly by company. Okay. And then all of the veggies are together, and then all of the annuals are together. The vines are separated, mm-hmm. and then there's there's one called So Easy. Um, S-O-W, easy. Oh, cute. The uh, seeds are uh, encapsulated or, or covered with a, um, what kind of material is it, John? Do you do you know? I really don't know. I, but I think it's a combination of, of fertilizers and just something to make it larger so you can actually see it. So it's easy to sow. Yeah. Oh, okay. So easy. It's so easy. I like that. Yeah, so those are separate. Yeah, you're right. It makes it, it, makes it larger and that way you can see easier it. to handle yeah right so well i can understand that i remember uh i bought some seed because i love irish moss 
Uh-huh. And so I went ahead and bought some seeds for it uh, online. But, oh, my gosh, they're just like little tiny specks of pepper. Grains, <laughs> grains of salt, grains yes. Grains of <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, I'm lucky that they're dark. <laughs> yes. They would completely be lost. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it's uh, – and, you know, honestly, I have not sown them because they, it, I just don't know if they would just get lost in this area or how or – Yeah, there's a whole bunch of, of, of small – things that you can do just you know just it, all those little things that you pick up over the years or you talk to somebody else who's been gardening f- for a while and they tell you well this is this is how you distribute those seeds and uh, it's fun as that's, that's what gardening's about yeah yeah so what are the what are some of the different ways oh that i you, knew you were going to ask they're just so small <laughs> <laughs> yes they are what do you do john well I buy plants already made. Oh. But <laughs> already growing. I do too. No seedlings, but no. No, you can uh uh so there's you can uh use like tweezers, uh if you have this it all depends. And a magnifying yes. glass. It all depends. And no, your it reading all depends glasses. On if you're gonna, right, and your it reading just glasses. Depends. There's actually we have a little gizmo that's a a, a seed planter. Uh, for tiny seeds. Really? It's a little uh, plastic deal. Ha- but have you ever had, in sewing, have you ever had a, a plastic case that holds needles and then there's a little... <laughs> S-E-W. Yeah. I- gotcha. No, as sewing, S-E-W, I-N-G. Right, that, as opposed to S-O-W. It, you turn it and there's a little hole where one needle will come out. Mm-hmm. So you can shake one needle out. Basically, that's what it's kind of the he's same, talking about. Same, same method. Oh. And then also, you know, don't. Tr- it, I guess if you're, you're probably gonna start them in side in containers. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you can lay them out like on a white piece of paper. Oh. And that way you can see the size. That way you don't don't just drop a thousand in one little mm-hmm. <laughs> container. <laughs> Yes, because that's just it. I think it's supposed to be a thousand Irish moss seeds. Oh and, gosh! Uh, but I would never guess that there were a thousand in there because it's just a small little sampling of tiny seeds. But yes, it does. I'm sure there are a thousand. But okay, put them on white sheet. Yeah, I dare you to count them. No, thank you. <laughs> you can thing. take like a little sponge or even just the end of your finger, and put a little water. Oh. And then you can pick up how many you want, and then you can just kind of kind of scatter it right on top. That's one way of doing it. Okay. And sometimes, if you don't need to do it in a, in a row, you can just kind of scatter over the top of a a seedling tray, and then just kind of sprinkle soil on top of that. Because usually, you don't want to put those little tiny seeds very deep in the soil, and then yeah. just kind of press them down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But then it it, it didn't have uh, directions on the packet as to how I should space them apart. And again, they're so small. Should I worry I, about even spacing? I, I'll <laughs> bet somewhere on the packet it says something about spacing. It, I swear it's... it's you bring that packet in. <laughs> okay. It's just like a, a little, you know, mailing envelope kind of sure. a yellow kind of a envelope. So Yeah, no writing on it, but... That's what you get oh. for buying over the internet, right? <laughs> oh, you got bulk seed. Yeah, yeah, because all the all the packets will tell you every 
bit of information that you need. That's, right. That's the beauty of, of buying an already package as yeah. opposed to bulk. Um, absolutely, everything you need to know is on that package. I mean, it's uh, it's just uncanny. Over the years, you know, they've had they've had the questions, I'm sure, and everybody doing it differently, asking questions, so they've narrowed it down to this is. This is the information that's needed. So uh, those little tiny seed packets, it's amazing. Okay, you might need a magnifying glass to read it. But, but the information <laughs> is there. It's there, honey. <laughs> and that's nice. And yeah, yes, it is. Okay, I guess that's what happened to me then. Somebody bought bulk, and then we're just selling off smaller batches. That could be, yeah. And so, yeah, it was like a manila. That's what I was looking for. Oh, manila envelope. A tiny sure. little manila envelope. Sure. Yeah. Um, so no instructions and no directions. With, <laughs> I'll never buy on the internet again. <laughs> with that, <laughs> with that said, now do you remember what when you're doing uh, growing seeds? What one of the more important pieces of equipment is? A calendar. Good girl. Thank you. Thank you very much. We we have a tendency <laughs> to be. Um, anxious this time of year. Let's mm. get started. Yes, especially if you have Let's a grow do light. It. Oh sure. But it might be just a little bit too early for most things. So it's it's important to know um, the last frost date when you can start setting things out and, th- and to be able to work back from that. So having a, a, a calendar that is dedicated to just your seeds, seed production, so you can count backwards and that tells you when to start your seeds. Because you do, if you start them, some of the problems, John, when you start too early. Oh, absolutely. Because what will happen, they'll, they'll come up really really well uh but they'll start to get leggy and stretch because uh. there's not enough light uh okay you can have problems with them rotting and fall you know rotting off or it's called dampening off mm-hmm. where you don't have enough air circulation huh yeah because you have thought of that because these are these are you know moist and then they're germinating and coming up and and then you don't have enough light or and it's just kind of stagnant mm-hmm. or you need to have just a little bit of of air like a you know like a fan or whatever right i've i've heard people say you, you were you were saying air moving his hand back and forth <laughs> uh, i've i've heard people say yeah just brush them a little bit the seedlings with your hand it it disturbs them it actually helps them strengthen also but it it creates a little bit of an air circulation uh, uh, so that it'll dry out a little bit over your seedlings so so just brush them a little bit with your hand okay that's interesting advice i wouldn't have thought of that some some seeds need to to be warm sometimes you need to have a uh, the air you're doing it is too cold you have a heat mat underneath to help them germinate huh and sometimes if you'll read on the package, you know, sometimes, uh, especially some of your herb seeds will take like, uh, you know, 45 days to germinate, to germinate, just to, ger- just to germinate. Oh, wow. And, and then there'll be some annuals that'll come up in four days. Yeah. Germinate How in four fun. days. You, know, you can start seeing little thingies. So, so that's really important days. to read that yeah, it on totally the back is. of your package too. Okay. So it's all there, all that information. Indeed, indeed. Or if you're like me, you can uh, plant something right when you were supposed to, the seedling, but then take a long time to get the plant outdoors and in the ground. 
And so by uh, the time you do, it's leggy. Plus, it doesn't have enough daylight. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's where you really got to listen to the experts, I suppose. <laughs> it's it's really not as involved as it it sounds, but it does take a little bit of planning. Yeah. And I know everybody just wants to start doing it right now because we need something green and growing. Get some house plants to get you through the next month. So <laughs> well, let's let's talk about that then, because right when I came in, yeah. I saw that you have a whole bunch of new bonsai plants here at Prairie Gardens. This is pretty. Yes. Yeah, those are nice. And how fun. Yeah. Another art form. It is, and I think it's something that um, everybody would get into. Yeah. You know, men as well as women. Oh, for sure. As well as children, and and. It, the fear would be not to cut too much, but then I'm always afraid to cut because I don't want to cut too much. <laughs> but just playing with bonsai plant and having one and learning one. Do you have a lot of people coming in and asking questions about them? Oh, not a lot of people. It's kind of a thing that's starting to come back in again. Uh, in fact, just had somebody call yesterday about bonsai supplies, which we, we don't have. There's a, a special little pruning scissor, and there's there's wire that issues specifically for that, and a container. You can do, use just about anything, but there are some that are manufactured specifically for that purpose. Hmm. But there's a, a lot of supplies, scissors and, and printers that you can use that would be sufficient. That are here. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's that's but, a that's a hobby where it's basically a hobby really. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a real specialty thing that yes. not everybody is going to want to do, but it certainly is fascinating. So it takes constant maintenance. Absolutely. It isn't just one and done. Yeah, I wouldn't because it's so small. I wouldn't think that it would take a lot of maintenance. Well, small is a relative word. Okay. Um. I, I think I, I think I, because <laughs> they're not young. No, in fact, I, I think I told you. I know, I know, I did. I, I a couple of years ago was at the uh, National Botanic in um, oh. D.C., and they have a, a, a stunning bonsai display. And one of them was a, uh, had been a gift from, um, I believe it was the Japanese government, um, a, a number of years ago, but it was over four hundred years old. <gasps> In a container. Wow. And, and I've just, it's gone out of my mind what kind of trees they were. Yeah. But gosh, they Isn't were, they were probably three or four feet tall and probably supposed to be a hundred feet tall. I, I'm guessing they, in my mind, I'm thinking they were, they weren't a redwood, but it, it's some huge tree that has just been controlled for that long a period of time. That's and what I was just thinking. Somebody it, has been maintaining oh, yeah, for it 400 working years. on it. 400. Yeah, and it was in a container that wasn't any deeper than about 10 inches. It was it was a big around, but um, yeah, it's it's all about con root pruning as well as top pruning to control the shape, and that's where the wire comes in. You control how a branch does its thing. Oh, is that how they do it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then really, if you're just beginning, uh, the best plants to use our our tropical plants house plants yeah yeah really yeah why is that uh because you know typically you see you know conifers uh, evergreens or Junipers. or deciduous trees yes. that are that are in the method of bonsai mm -hmm. so those are very hard to work on indoors they have to have their 
cold period, just like right, just like they do in nature. So if you leave it outside now, it's such a small root ball, and and the pot is probably ceramic, probably, but the freeze thaw cycle would probably break the pot, mm-hmm. and the small root mass, or, uh, soil mass, wouldn't protect the roots. Wow. So there's you would have to have a pretty constant cold temperature. Yeah. Um, like an unheated building, I don't know, something like that. To sure. Keep that kind of a plant in. Yeah, some type of protection to to house your your collection. But tropicals, they'd stay inside. And that's oh. what you see. I think mostly what we had over there were houseplants in the bonsai, uh, which don't need to, well, can't be outside in the winter. So they're perfectly happy being indoors. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. And what's the price range on the bonsais? Because I always expect them to be very pricey because they're... It's an know, age thing, yeah. Yeah, depending on how old they are. Yeah. Uh, I think $29, $39. Yay. What we yeah. have, yeah. yeah. Okay, so not yeah. hundreds and hundreds. No. Which not they from can us. Be. <laughs> yes, <Right>. they can. <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> okay, good. So, yeah, if you, if, I, if I just, and I'm thinking I want to get one, uh, I just want to get one and, and play with it. And, and see, that and would take your mind off the starting seeds. Boy, it really Absolutely. would. <laughs> and wouldn't it look cute in my fairy garden, miniature garden? Well, it'd be a little bigger. I think but it would. Yeah, like yeah. an actual tree. Yeah. Fun. fun. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh-oh. That's yes. another project. And, in fact, you have a lot of books here. I remember getting uh, a book here a year or two ago where it was um, How to Bonsai. And yeah, I was just look looking at books a couple of days ago, and I don't think we have – we don't have too many books right now. Probably we'll have in another week or so. Good. Um, but I, I don't think there were any bonsai books there today. But um, vegetables, um, mostly vegetables right now, vegetable books. Okay. Which is cool because we're getting pretty close to the time. And it's so nice to be able to just grow your own and have available what you really like. Yes, it is. Yeah, right there. Yeah, but had a lot of people calling about um, fertilizers. Hmm. What's what's the proper fertilizer to use this time of year? And that's kind of hard because, it, because things are so slow, slowing down because we have um, less daylight. Mm-hmm. They've 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 just really slowed down to preserve themselves for the winter. It's not really the best time to start fertilizing houseplants, but soon, because we've started to see how much more sunlight we have already. Yes, yeah. uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But by by mid late February, it'll be time to start thinking about getting your your houseplant fertilizer out. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And what are some things that we should look for in a fertilizer to keep in mind? Well, just a high quality, just something that's uh, broad spectrum. Uh, there, there are a lot of fertilizers that are perfectly uh, applicable to most houseplants. Okay. Sure. There are some that are specific, though, right? Absolutely. Uh, and for for most tropical plants, you're you're fine with the with the uh, balanced fertilizers. Where, when you start to get into other like like fruits or flowers African violets yeah they have some some different configurations of of sometimes more phosphorus just for that quality okay so yeah it's called the NPK the nitrogen phosphorus potassium 
those three numbers. And phosphorus usually promotes uh, flowering, which is what you want in vegetables. Okay. Because the flower produces the fruit. And it's what you want in houseplants that flower because you just want the flowers. Right. So typically the flowering plants usually have a fertilizer um, designed to promote that. Okay. And then some some outdoor plants, especially like uh, rhododendrons, uh, azaleas, uh, some hydrangeas, like a little bit more acidic soil. So that's where you're trying to correct the, the pH for that. So okay. I remember saying that. And then do they, are they usually uh, liquid form or granular? Usually granular. Okay. It's easier to control that way. Yeah. What about pruning? Because I, I know some things are better to prune when they're dormant, and some things are not better to prune. House plants, you mean? Well, I, I guess <laughs> I'm just thinking in general. Broad spectrum. But this trees and shrubs, certainly, when uh, you, it, just a rule of thumb, prune, prune when they're dormant, if you have any questions about it. Okay. Uh, unless it's something that's damaged or dead, a branch that's damaged or dead, and you right. cut those off any time. Okay. Or, or like a lot of gardeners will say, or when I have pruners in my hand. Okay. <laughs> I like that. But yeah, regarding houseplants, because it'll stimulate growth, right? Usually. When would you want to prune houseplants then? Is there a better time? Well, when would you do it, John? Well, I'm thinking we're, we're getting close to the time. You don't really want to, you want to have a little bit more light levels, uh, than we have, like we just talked about. So, so we'll want to go more closer to end of February, March. That's probably when I would start. Thinking about pruning. Okay. Because that's when the plants are going to wake up and start to start to grow. Like we just talked about that they're kind of in a more of a dormant period. Mm -hmm. And I think we're just about right to, to start thinking about doing some pruning. Okay. But unlike outdoors, there really isn't any top growth when you prune. It doesn't, it, it, when they're, and they're dormant. It doesn't promote top growth at that time of year because of the cold and the low light. Um, but indoors, if you cut, um, just, you just it's just about timing. You you want there to be a little more uh, growth stimulation. So like John said, a little later in the season, when it's still dormant, but it's getting ready. Mm -hmm. So any time now, probably, getting close. don't you think? Yeah. Can you believe this is already the third week in, in January? No, it's crazy. Rushed by. I went out of the uh, work last night out of the building, and it was uh, five thirty, and uh, it was. I could still see some light yeah. in the sky. Cool. I was so thrilled. Awesome. What? Sure. Like <laughs> dusk. What's that? <laughs> you could also see the snow, right? <laughs> oh, I don't. Maybe it was it wasn't on its snowing. way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was coming. Yeah, it was here, dear. But, uh, <laughs> but yes, it was very encouraging. In fact, I want to glance at my calendar just to see. I think we only have maybe five weeks to go until we do the spring time change. Five weeks? Five or maybe six, but wow. I want to say, okay. say it's five. But it, yeah, like it's already, what, and our Sundays for the next four weeks are uh, booked up with award shows and games. We've got the SAG Awards tomorrow night. 
We have the Grammys the following Sunday, and then we have the Super Bowl on the following Sunday, and then the Academy Awards on the following Sunday. Oh, gosh. So, so many things to dress up for. All four of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. And beautifully. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but And then the plant shows will start up. <laughs> and there you go. No, I'm teasing. But... Uh, Hey, you know but what? But at least the ball is rolling and the and the calendar is moving along. We're getting closer and it closer. It is moving along. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of plant shows, Marianne and I are going this coming week to Florida. <gasps> to look at tropical plants. You both are going. Yeah. We are. Oh, cool beans, fun. huh? Yes. Two, two crazy plant people <laughs> let loose in a trade show of plants. And, and you said for house plants? For tropicals. Yeah, Tropi- tropicals. So it, it will include house plants, certainly. Okay. Yeah. What kinds of things do you look for when you go to a show like this? Well, so so a lot of times you're looking for uh, maybe a new grower, some a new contact that might have some something different than we're already... Yeah, different plants. That we're already having, so yeah. Kind of like proven winners or... I, I don't think Proven Winners is so much into tropicals right now. but Well, I mean, I guess that kind of a company. Uh, maybe. That kind of an organization. Or, okay. Maybe. There's a lot of independent people still in the um, tropical world. Uh, not, not so much big growers, but there are big growers, certainly. That, yeah. Well, it's good to hear, though, that it's yeah. not all you know, large takeover. And you yeah. look for uh, different trends. Uh, you know, there's always different plants that are in popularity, just like the clothes or whatever else right you know some some plants they're they're in popularity at the time and you know just we've just been experiencing that the past few years with the succulents oh my gosh you know uh and now after the succulents people are really into cacti it seems yeah and uh, and i can see that transgression too yeah or that progression yeah because they're they're so similar. A lot of times, I will look at a at a succulent and think that it could be a cactus. Yeah. And uh, the Sansevierias uh, or the mother in mother in law tongue snake plant, that's really become huge the last oh for sure few years. So so yeah, there's always something new to to check out. Yay! Neat. Yeah. Yay! Yay! I know, it's fun stuff. I, the the problem with going to a show like that if there's so much to look at i mean they're 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 big shows they're, it's not like coming in here and looking at plants i mean this is this is crazy oh, enough I could but it's only like imagine 10 it's, times that i imagine it's like comic-con for plants <laughs> it's just <laughs> overload <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll bet but how fun yeah, yeah. i and you probably would want to stay a few days just so that you could take it all in a couple days yeah and then uh, would there be also areas close by that they would want you to go and take a look at that they'd recommend? Or there's um, outside of the a- actually the, not so much for tropicals, but there's a lot of of uh, trade shows going on right now in um, the rest of the plants that we have. You know the outdoor shrubs and trees and perennials. Um, and you'll start a little bit later, but those kinds of trade shows actually started in January. Uh, there's I think there's one in uh, Kansas City right now or, or maybe it was just over um there was a big one on the east coast in the middle of january 
I don't know why they do them this time of year when you can't get anywhere. <laughs> I, I was just thinking it must be so difficult for them to transport these plants. They've got when it they down. they are tropicals, and it's the dead well, of winter. It's, it's not necessarily tropicals oh, in, up this far north. These, these would be mostly outdoor plants. Oh, I gotcha. Trees and shrubs and, and perennials and annuals. Okay, and uh, that's why they would do the tropicals in Florida. Yeah, isn't that and too bad? Plants. Isn't that too bad? <laughs> that's yeah, really that's horrible. <laughs> what a tough place to go, man. I know. Whatever. <laughs> that's so. great. So will you be here for next Saturday's show? Maybe. Will you be back in yeah, time? Yeah, we'll be here. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't a, rush or anything, but... It'll be a whirlwind. Yeah. I can't fun. wait. Fun, fun. <laughs> Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens, or you can also text us at three five one five three five seven. You know what I'd like to remind people to to consider is because we're having rain right now, um, and we had rain uh, last weekend also. Wow, two weekends in a row. Oh, we did. Uh, you know, we, we advise people to use an anti-desiccant, you know, like wiltproof or something on their evergreens to protect them for the winter. Well, after today, it's going to start getting really cold again. So when the moisture stopped falling, it might be time to go out and use that again because it does wash off. Oh, okay. I mean, it takes a while for it to do that, but it, it probably has in the last two rains. So using an anti-desiccant or making sure that you've got the burlap up around uh, the, the plants that you want protected, just... It's because it's going to get windy and cold, seriously cold. Yeah. So um, it's time to think about that and, and to not forget to take care of the birds. You know, if you're feeding and watering birds, don't stop now. Okay. This isn't the time. They they rely on that. Yeah. They'll really it's the need most it important time to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got some new bird feeders for Christmas, actually. Did you? Well, I, I got them for my husband. He really likes them. I got them from here. One is a Cubs, and one is a Bears birdhouse. <laughs> and he loves them, and we can't wait to put them out, but we need to actually get to it, especially with, yeah, that was a great reminder. I didn't even think about that with the really yeah. bad weather. They yeah. could really use it. Well, we've they? got we've got plenty of bird feed um, and still a lot of bird houses and feeders over there. So, you know, if yeah. you need that extra protection for your birds. And, and John, did you get your Christmas tree outside or, or, or some oh. kind of uh, greens outside? You said you were going to do that to protect for protection for birds and wildlife. No, <laughs> it's like you and your bulbs. I see. You notice I didn't ask you about your bulbs. <laughs> Good, <laughs> but I do. Uh, I do. I do have a. Uh, I have a few potted evergreens. Yeah, and that was an excellent reminder because about the wilt proof, because those oh, yeah. especially are really. It's really hard to keep those over oh, the winter. Yeah, in containers. In the containers. Yeah. Uh, watering and the anti-dust and, and protecting sure. the root system. So if Absolutely. they're in a container, that's still like we were talking about earlier. It's not a real big root soil mass, and it's just not enough to protect the roots from the cold that we're, that we have in the winter time. So mulch, making sure you've mulched up around the pot at least, and then and or if and or if you can move it to a protected yes. location is east side of a building is usually pretty good isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. it's usually out of our winter winds which are always prevalently mm-hmm. west northwest yeah so i am amazed i have had uh boxwood topiary 
for eight years. Wow. I'm just totally amazed that I still have it. In a container? Yeah. Wow. How do you keep it in the I've sized it up over the years as it grew. But uh, just like like we just talked about, I have it. uh, It's on the east side of my house, and it's very protected from wind, and it doesn't get any direct sun. So... uh, I just, I just try to keep it going. Those those things are so important. Um, I, I learned it the hard way, Tamara. But uh, the same thing. I, I yeah, east side of your ha- house or or building or garage or something, uh, because that keeps it out <clears throat> of most of the prevailing winds, winter winds, um, su- direct sunlight. That's a big issue, and and protecting, making sure that it's has moisture available or that you remember to to water it. Yep. And protecting the the soil mass. The soil mass is it's a it's a big container. Now you've got it in a really big container. This yeah. do you prune it? How often do you have to prune it? Uh, about once a year. Just once. Yeah. Wow. It doesn't grow too fast. And it's a topiary. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, I, yeah, I would have expected a little bit more. When Especially I when I got it, it was about it was about two feet. So now it's about five. Wow. How fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Cause we fertilize box, it once a year. Boxwoods grow so fast <laughs> in the they? ground. And, and that yeah. that makes a difference, too. It's yeah. almost a form of bonsai, yeah. controlling the root system, keeping it in a smaller container. Mm-hmm. I, yes, I could see that now. Interesting. That is. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm impressed. I, I just never thought that I would keep it. Well, I'm seriously impressed. But it's it's I, I know the feeling. I remember having um one of my very favorite junipers was the variety called hollywood and i had one in a container for easily eight years it might have been 10 and it was and and those are pretty fast growers i didn't bonsai or anything it wasn't pruned um but it was in a very large container it was the container was easily four feet tall so it was probably oh pretty close to three feet wide maybe even more not one that you moved around a lot <laughs> <laughs> not without breaking your back anyway <laughs> but but I, I kept it for that long a period of time but water was the issue and keeping it out of the wind um and the root mass uh, the soil mass was so big that it it pretty much protected the root system wow that's wonderful. Yeah. But I, I I didn't even know that they made containers that large. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we've we've been to shows um in the summertime when they have trade shows, there's usually a lot of um hard goods at them. And we've seen I've <laughs> We've seen containers as big as my car, for heaven's sakes. Okay, I drive oh, yeah. a small car, but still. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, it, it, yeah. just, I, there isn't anything you can't get anymore, you know? Yeah. That's right. Well, and one important thing about this boxwood that I have, it's actually a fiberglass container. Huge. It's yeah. Big, and it's not. it's easier to move than a ceramic. And sometimes you do have problems with the ceramics cracking. Mm-hmm. When you have soil over the winter, plus something that big is just freaking heavy. Absolutely, yes. just heavy. Yeah, that's a lot of clay. Yeah, but you can get so many what I call artificial pots, but they're not. They're real pots. Mm-hmm. They're just made from materials that are not <laughs> ceramic. 
Okay. Like John was just saying, whether it's fiberglass or or uh, some kind of plastic or composite, mm-hmm. there's resins, all sorts of things that they make containers out of now that look fabulous. Yes. You can use a wooden container, and those would have a a, a, a finite. Um, life also but because of the deterioration but you know there's lots of things that you can use that are not ceramic and that are a lot lighter a lot lighter (laughs) well and it also depends on the look the look you're trying to achieve sure because that that real simple i have a couple of black uh cylinders that flare out at the top and they're they're fiberglass but it's you know really sleek and contemporary but I want that container because I want what's in it to show off as opposed to the container. Sure. Oh, absolutely. I want the plants to show off. Absolutely. That's yeah. good. Good thinking. Where sometimes you'll buy a ceramic and sometimes you'll have a ceramic pot as a focal point in the garden and you won't have any plants in it at all. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's, I mean, you, there's things that you can do with an empty pot uh, that, that plants just don't can't pull off the the finish the color the size the texture so many things yeah it's just it's fun i love the selection that you have out here at prairie gardens because if i want a modern look then you have that available if i want a traditional look you have that available and you you do have the ceramics which just the color pops on them, you know, and they just shine. Yep. Uh, they they do have their place. <laughs> Absolutely, they do. Oh, for sure. In the garden. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited because uh, here we are. <laughs> uh, it's that time of year. Uh, it, soon we're going to start getting our ceramics in and all the containers and all the hard goods, for heaven's sakes. It's just going to be, it's just so exciting to well, start getting all that stuff. You're thinking of for all of that for outdoors, but I'm still thinking of it for houseplants. <laughs> you know? Oh, that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can go buy one right now if I want to. And yes, just, you can. I just have to decide, oh, would that look better in my living room, my family room, kitchen? Hmm. And it so enhances uh, an environment. You know, the room, whatever the room is, you can do something with a container. I got the coolest container. It was copper. Not really, huh. but it was kind of a copper, kind of a burnished copper finish. Uh, just it just is very striking, but it isn't so complicated that it takes away from the plant that's in it. Nice. What, what John, and that's a great point John brought up. Yes. It, it's one way. It's Well, there, I guess there's an in-between, but it's one way or the other. Either you enhance or one one's the more important over the other. You just have to think which one you want to be more important. The container or the plant, or the plant. itself. And sometimes they just enhance one another. Uh, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. So what uh, what do you both choose or have right now in your homes? Any favorites? It, it just depends. <laughs> it just depends. Twice in one morning. I can't believe it. Yay. <laughs> Don't you think, John, it just, it, it, whether your room needs what it needs or does yeah. it need more color, so you put in something colorful in a container and then you have a greenhouse plant or you need... Like that Diffenbachia. Oh, my gosh, that oh. one that's so white. Yeah. It's it's just... What's it called? Diffenbachia. It's, it's, Diffenbachia. Uh, Diffenbachia. I can't remember the variety. Uh, the um, uh, common name is uh, called Dumb Cane. Dumb Oh. Okay, no, I wasn't thinking that, but the variety name. Well, the I one know, it's, it's so creamy white, and then it has green specks in it. Mm. Now, would that brighten up a corner or what? And it's it's for a little less light situation. 
Perfect. Yeah, I think so, it might be called Sparkles. Sparkles, that might be right. I, think that's Any, right. I like the name anyway, so we'll call it that, there okay? Is, there is one called Sparkles. <laughs> we'll call it that. I like yeah. that name. Let's do so, it. So, you know, you put that in maybe a black container because you want the plant to really show off. Or you put put it in a container that's um, bright orange that Ooh. adds color to the room, but then the plant lightens up the room also. So, you know, it just... It's just fun to play with stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yes. have any 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 personal ones though in your home that you've had for a while that or that or something that you know just works really well in, in your ones? own home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any oh, favorites gosh. of yours? Um I have uh I have a Bella palm or parlor palm, I think oh, they nice. call it. Uh it's not a large palm. Uh about three feet is the max height. Uh, and wide, two and two to three feet high and wide. Uh, it can tolerate a lot of conditions. It can tolerate down to really low light conditions, and uh, you know it's just a staple. Some house plants are so flexible like that. Uh, it, it the the range in in light tolerance is um, kind of broad. You know, generally speaking, this is lower. This section's lower light, and this section's higher light. But a lot of those kind of drift back and forth across that line. So it's kind of neat. Yeah. Well, and I've had it in a lot of different containers. Like like Marianne was saying, sometimes you want it to to show off, or sometimes you have a special container you want to use. Uh, right now I have it in uh, like a Japanese fish bowl. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's got a pattern on the outside. Beautiful. And so, yeah. Okay. I've had it in just a black one before. Yeah. So. You know, honestly, I, I don't know why, but I would not have thought of a black container. Um, oh, yeah. But but now, as soon as you say it, I can really understand it and see how it would really be a wonderful way to make your plants pop and I, even outdoors, stand out more. Even outdoors, they, they have that kind of special, I don't know, I, I'm not sure what to say about them, but they're black. I don't, want, I don't want all my pots to be black. I don't want all my pots to be any one color, no. but um, black is just very um, uh, refined and kind of elegant. Yes. Kind of like that little black dress. Oh. So, you know. Yes. <laughs> little black cocktail dress. Yeah. Yep. Black makes everything look good. But but I think it's like orange is the new black. Um, chartreuse green is, for me, the new black. It's my go-to color. Oh, it uh, is. Chartreuse. We don't call it chartreuse anymore. What do we call it now? Um, like a bright it's a real celery bright. green kiwi kiwi yeah okay that's my go-to yeah. color i love that color i love that yeah. indoors and outdoors yes i i can see that it's it's almost well it, it can it, almost be a neutral that's what i mean yeah, yeah. Yes. It almost is yeah. i was gonna say it pairs really well with a with lot, a lot of, of different other things. colors yeah. yep yeah i'm really digging it <laughs> i can understand that so the spray paint i have <laughs> of late yeah. <laughs> yeah i have silver and, and kiwi nice chrome, make, chrome makes a, good, a big statement in the garden too yeah <laughs> all right that it does well, I've just got all sorts of ideas now. <laughs> time to so start thinking that. about gardens, isn't it? This is the yes, time yes, to yes, do yes, it, it is. To, to plan. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. So seeds are in here at Prairie Gardens and bonsai plants if you want something to do now, as well as some beautiful house plants and miniature plants. 
Marianne Metz, thank you so much. Thank you, Tamara. John Weisgarber, thank you. Thank you. You bet. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and a big thanks as well to our our producer, Blake Landa. We have Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. And a podcast of this show will be made available later today at WDWS.com. Quick reminder, they canceled the tasting of items here in the boutique today, uh, their food department rather, due to weather. So everybody stay safe. Have a great weekend.